This is The Relaxed Male, a show that comes to you each week helping men to remove the nice guy from their life so they can actually live their life on their terms. Join the host, certified coach, Brian Goodwin, as he helps men step out of their heads and become free from the thoughts that bind them. Hey man, hello and welcome to Relaxed Mill. I'm your host, Brian, and I am a certified men's coach and I am here to help y'all to understand what's going on in your mind. Why are you suffering through the whatever problems of life you're having? And more specifically, I we're focusing in on, on men who are going through a divorce. And why does that divorce make life so hellacious for so many men? Now, they want to point a lot of fingers at laws and things like that. And yeah, I'll, I'll admit that there are laws and there are court systems that seem to be more pointed towards the benefit of the women than the, as the men. But I'm, we're going beyond what the courts actually have to say. I'm here to, with this podcast, helping y'all to understand what's going on in your mind. Why it does, you know, the wife, the ex-wife and her little sneer and her little jibes at you make you so angry. We're talking about those types of things, talking about the little games that she plays and why she plays them and how you can actually overcome those. And one of the big things that happens is our frustration. But before we get into all that, I want to say thank you guys for listening. We're still growing. We're going up and to the right. Every single week we put out a new episode. It seems like we get more and more listeners and I just, um, I keep sitting back with my own thoughts in my head. And it's interesting to watch how I'm thinking through this going, all right, so what am I going to do? Why am I, is, am I going to screw something up? And am I, is this going to fall apart any day now? And that is exactly what you don't want to think because, you know, it's things are, things are going to, you know, go up and down, up and down, up and down. And it's just our brain doesn't like to be on the, on the, summit so much because it thinks it's always on the lookout for what the next bad thing is because we are raised up like that. So the fact that I am able to see our numbers continue to grow, our numbers continue to increase and that you guys are sharing the information out is great. So welcome to all the new guys. And Hopefully, by the end of this, this episode, I have earned enough of a trust where you actually will share this episode out and maybe even hit the uh, the subscribe or follow button and and be able to get this episode every Thursday as it comes in. Now last week I didn't have a didn't put an episode out and that was just because I had so much on my plate and it was, there was a lot more stuff going on and so yeah it didn't happen quite as I wanted it to but sometimes sadly Life gets too much. I am a grandpa now, so I'm 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 trying to trying to get to see the kiddo as much as possible, and it's just it's one of those things. It's just trying to fit everything into life, and I'm still actually playing the oh my gosh, how am I supposed to be acting outside of a truck? Because I was in a truck for twelve years, and now for the past three and a half, I've been out of a truck, and I'm just kind of. You know, well, no, actually, this is the end of February. So we're now at about the four month mark. So it's like, what do we do? How do I do this? So want to talk today about frustration. 
because this is something I have been facing myself, especially here recently, because I have my new responsibilities that I have. I also have the responsibilities I have for the site and for relaxed mail. And I want relaxed mail to take off and I want it to become successful desperately because this is my baby. I want my dreams to come true. I want my, my services to be able to be out there for you men who are struggling with divorce, struggling with trying to find their place and their footing in the world. I really can't put my a hundred percent of my attention into y'all while I'm helping somebody else. But at the same time, I have to help somebody else right now because I'm not bringing in enough guys yet to be able to do that. So you see, there's that little balance of who do I help? What do I do? And I'm so incredibly grateful that I have a friend who wanted to help me grow and help me become better and has pushed me and keeps going, well, what about this? What about this? What about this? And is always throwing a little bit of something else on my plate and I'm going, dude, my plate can't handle any. Oh, wait a minute. I can, I can handle this. I, I, I got this. I got this. I, oh, wait a minute. You're putting more stuff on my, on my plate. Oh my gosh, man. I don't, I, it's not going to hold. It's so, oh, Hey, look, it held. And I'm still always surprised every time he comes up with a new weird idea that he wants to try. And I'm like, well, you know, I've got, I've got social, your social media and uh, two websites now, and I'm trying to write blogs every day for a website and this, and now you're bringing on all this other stuff, and you know, and it's all, I keep going, oh my God, what am I doing here? How am I going to have time for my stuff? And it happens. <laughs> I don't know how to describe, it, but it happens. And so, but that time where I'm wigging out about it and I'm really focused in and I have lost my, my thought. I've lost the control of my mind. That's when I start feeling all this frustration come pouring in. I start feeling the pressure of all the sides and all the little projects that my friend has. And then all the projects that I'm trying to do. And then on top of that, I've got my wife who's got her, who is sitting there going, Hey, give me attention, dad gummit. I want to, I want to be known. I want you to know that I'm still alive here. And so I'm trying to pay attention to my wife. And then I've got the two kids and one of the kids just had a child. And I love this little girl. She is such an amazing little thing. And just, Oh, she's got all 10 fingers and toes. And she is just this little, little froggy looking looking baby and just she is so fun to just watch and to hear the stories that my daughter talks about on her adventures of going through life with this new precious little baby and oh my gosh all this fun all the stuff that happens and but you know you want to all this stuff you want to do and you know there's other stuff you're trying to get done and you only keep telling yourself you only have 24 hours in a day so how are you going to get it all done and there's ways. I know that there's ways that you can get it done. I've seen people. I have the same amount of hours in a day as Alexander the Great has. He, We still have 24 hours in a day. And even if the earth is slowing down or speeding up, whichever one it is, it's the, the changes in it have been so minuscule that second to two seconds difference doesn't make a difference. <laughs> so... First off, when you're having feeling pressure, you're feeling frustrated, you're feeling just like the walls are are closing in, examine why you're feeling all the pressure. 
a lot of times, like if you're, especially if you're going through a divorce or you just got freshly got divorced and you're sitting there, you're trying to run around. You've got only get allowed, you know, four hours of visitation. Yet you all, your boss is also holding your job over your head, stating that if you're not back at, if you're not at work on the weekend, he's going to let you go and yada, yada, yada. And how are you supposed to continue to, uh, to live while you're making only a, you know, you're only living off of a quarter of what he, you were living off of before marriage, before the divorce. And your wife and kids are running off with the rest of it. And what are you supposed to, how are you supposed to live off of that little bit amount? So you've got the pressure or the financial pressure, and then you're trying to make time to see your kids. And then you've got, you know, what are you supposed to do with yourself? All this stuff piles up and it adds on and it it can get to be a huge amount of pressure. And then you go off and examine that your, you know, your ex-wife is actually out having, having a, a good time. She's have, she's gone off and is, you know, fixed to go on a vacation to Jamaica or someplace while you're, you're just, you're barely, eat, you're eating ramen noodles out of a, out of a, uh, out of a tenfold, tenfold bowl because you can't afford water. Look at what the pressure, where the pressure is. And understand where that pressure is coming from. Is it from the fact that you're you're losing a quarter of the money? No. On all reality, it's not. It seems like it is, and that's because we're having to put our we're wanting to put our blame onto something that is out there that we can actually have an excuse for why we're not making the money, making the the funds, making the 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 time that we want to have. Let's say it is a lack of time. Let's let's kind of look at that. And then we'll go to lack of money. Is it actually a lack of time? Well, no, not really. I bet you if you're looking at your at your typical day, if you were to grab a notebook and you were to write down, "All right, I am going to be in at work from 8 to 5, get an hour off for lunch and Then all the time that you have from the time you wake up to the time you hop in the car, how much time are you driving from home to, to work? How much time are you driving from work to uh, the restaurant? If you're eating out and going from eating at the restaurant back to work and then from work back to home or work to the restaurant and eating or work to the second job or work to wherever and then back to the house. And then when you're at the house, you're sitting and you're just, you're doing, you know, what are you doing and how much time are you taking? And if you were to document every minute of the day, you would see, yeah, you work a good deal. You sleep a good deal, but there's still several hours in between eating and sleeping that actually are times that you can actually be doing some stuff. This is where the desire to come up with your own thing really comes into play. That's one, something I think, and I'm uh, right now with in the, me helping a, a, my friend out. We're I'm realizing exactly how shorthanded the world is. And I actually have to say that I'm it's, I'm in a giddy guilty kind of way saying, well, I think some of that might be my problem because us coaches 
have started showing people what is possible. What are we able to do? What can I do to help men and women to be able to make it out of the grind, make it out of that boring nine to fiver and live life on their terms? And men are actually going out. They're doing it. Now, some guys are finding out that their life on on their terms is working a nine to five job. They love the fact that they can get up in the morning. They know what they've got to do the following day. And when they get done, they head home and you know, poof, well, they're done. They've completed their day. They're not a whole lot of extra brains, brain cells being burnt. It was great. So lack of time doesn't necessarily have to be it. And if you have your own business, then knowing how to be fully productive is great. That's where Monday hour one comes into play. And all of a sudden you can get a heck of a lot of stuff done. You can get an eight hour day done in like four hours. And if you really learn how to be focused and press it down, you could actually probably even turn an eight hour day into three hours, get that done, hammered out and sent down the road. And then you've got the rest of the day to do whatever you want. And you're going, Whoa, that's possible. Yeah. You work it on your own allows you to be, allows for things to be a whole lot more open, a whole lot more possible. But do you really want to do that? So what if, what if you do have a lack of time? Say you you look at it and you have found from the tri- driving to and from work and all that, you get home, you spend 30 minutes eating. And from that, you immediately go back to go to bed. You wake up and five hours and off you go to start your whole cycle again. Well, then you might want to start re-examining other details in your life because there's a lot more frustration and a lot more financial problems that are going on. If you can't afford where you're living, then you might want to start looking at living in a cheaper area. But I want to be closer to my kids. I know you do. But sometimes being closer to your kids just isn't possible. Or it is, and you've got to give something else up. Life is a choice. You have decisions. You have to cut away one thing versus another. And that's just, that's how the world runs. So what is it, the the lack of time, if you have a lack of time, most of the time it is because of a lack of discipline and a lack of time management. When you can actually get those under control, you'll find out that you have a whole lot more time available. Now, if you're working for somebody, they require that you are there from nine to eight to nine, Okay, maybe you change your your the field into a purely commission based uh sales position to where you go off, you make you know that if you make 10 sales a day, you're 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 mint, you know. You're you're good. So you can there's a lot of stuff that you can do that you can actually get further in, you know, you can get more time and more value out of the time that you're applying. Than if you are, you know, just going in, punching the clock with all the pressure that's going on. Say you're with the divorce and life itself and then just where you're living and everything else. You feel that pressure going and you feel you're talking to your to your ex-wife and she is just nag, 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 nag. She's just going after you just left, right and center and just don't know what to do. How do you stop from being mad? Well, first off, you got to understand who you're being mad at. And honestly, you're not mad at your ex-wife. You're not mad at your boss. You're not mad at the dude who just cut you off because and, and slammed on his brakes and you came within just, 
you know, a scan, put your fingers to get that close together, you know, that close to, from taking this bumper out. You're not mad at them. You're mad at the thoughts that you're having. You're mad at the fact that the guy who stopped, who pulled, cut you off and slammed on the brakes. You're mad at the fact that you almost damaged your car. And you, again, you want to blame somebody for that, for that. And so you're pointing, you're throwing your emotions, your energy, your excess energy towards this guy who doesn't even know you're alive. He doesn't know you for madam. He could see you, he could see you tomorrow, same place, same time. You wouldn't know who he was and he, he wouldn't know who you were. So we're, we spend a lot of our time just taking our anger and our frustrations out on people who don't matter. All right. Even your ex-wife, if she is just giving you hell and you're mad about it, well, again, it's you're you're getting mad over somebody who honestly doesn't matter to you anymore. Why is she all of a sudden that important to you that you need to get mad because she called you a loser? Why do you need to feel that your boss has so much power over you that he is allowed to make you mad? You have all these choices. You can choose to get mad at what your wife says, or you can choose to just, yeah, okay, she's an idiot. She doesn't know what she's talking about. She's frustrated in her own world, and she needs to have feel like she has control over something, so she wants to make you mad. Your boss is just had his ass reamed, so he's got to feel like he's justified on something, so he's got to ream yours. We, we don't know what the other side's doing, so when they act, and we don't know why, we get frustrated with the fact that we don't know why. But frustration comes from you allowing yourself to lose control over your life. A lot of times when it comes with time constraints and we're frustrated over our lack of time, that's because we've lost control of the t- our ability to control our time. And yes, we can control our time. We can negotiate and we can actually, or not negotiate, um, we can work, we can finagle <laughs> our time. We can... We can choose what we want to spend spend our time and our efforts and our energy on. What is it? Well, that really just depends on what you want to spend your time and energy on. If it seems like it's a good idea for you to go off and get mad and throw a fit over uh, at what your ex-wife said, all right, don't see why it's, uh, it's so important to you, but you know, you do you, boo. But the main problem that you're running into here is the fact that you are getting mad about the thoughts that you are having about the circumstances. Your wife, the circumstance is your wife said you are, were, you are horrible in bed. Let's use that one. That striking at a man's sexual prowess always gets them, gets them riled up. And they may get happy, they may get sad, they may get depressed, they may mope, pout, whatever. But that always incites a reaction in 99% of all men. Why? Because we like to think that we, you know, we know how to utilize our equipment. We know how to manipulate the, the wife's equipment enough to where we make her happy. We give her pleasure. We get, let, give her a release. Yet, you know, after... 10 years of marriage and we, and y'all have gotten divorced. She says something like that. The fact that she said that you are either a, if you're getting angry at it, you're a, because you agree that you didn't know how to handle, make your wife feel right. Or B it is because you're not, you're, or you're seeing some type of similarity with what you agree with something in there. 
you are affirming with yourself. And so what she said, and she called out, you're in a way agreeing with it. You're seeing some truth in what she's saying. And that's actually what pisses you off. Because if it was fully, uh, completely un, uh, not true, it wouldn't bother. You'd be like, dipwad doesn't know diddly squat. But because they got really close to the truth to where you're afraid people might believe you or believe them, that's where our frustration, our anger comes. And we get frustrated over the fact that we have no control over that. So how do you alleviate so much pressure and stress from, from your wife, from boss, from everything? Well, there's three, four different, there's a lot of different ways, but I want to talk about four different ones. Uh, or three different ones. <laughs> I got to learn to count someday that help you get past the pressure of what it is. First off, understand that life is 50 50. All right. If you think doing any of this is going to suddenly allow your life to be stress free, you're lying to yourself. All right. Your life is always going to have peaks of pleasure and it's going to have valleys and troughs of pain. All right. Our life is 50 50. And the proof of that is most people go, eh, I don't know. I think it's closer to 80 20. No, actually, it's not. People who think that it is 80 20 are the ones who run around being miserable because they're not allowing the, the full 50% pain to happen. They're denying 30% of that pain. And denying yourself the pain is what causes so much suffering, which just sounds weird, I know. But yet, look at anybody who is out to try to make themselves happy all the dang time. They wind up being positively miserable. Why do you think your ex-wife left you? Because I need to go find myself. No, you knew who you were when you married. But all of a sudden, you're not happy you you believe that she believes that she must needs to be happier more. She thinks she needs to be an 80, 20 person. And so she has gone off and blown her whole world up. And because of that, that's why she ends up being unhappy. She starts doing so many wild and stupid stuff that you think you knew she wouldn't ever do before. She's going out every night. She's going out drinking till two o'clock in the morning. She's not getting home or she's getting home drunk and she's, had four different guys within the past, you know, past year. That's because she is unhappy and she doesn't know why she is unhappy. And the reason why she is unhappy is because of the thoughts that she's having about her circumstances. So how do you alleviate your pressure? Because you can't alleviate, you can't do anything about your ex-wife. You can't do anything about your boss. You can't do anything about controlling other people because you can only control those two things. Your thoughts and your actions. So what actions do you take when you are suffering from thoughts that are driving you down and making you feel frustration and anger and resentment and all those other negative emotions? First thing first, talk to you band of brothers. Make sure you have that strong fourth pillar. All right. Have that Man's community, have it built up, have it good and strong, have five to 10 men that you can talk to on a, that you do not can, but you do talk to on a weekly basis. You see them every single day, um, or at the best, you know, every other, every week and you're talking to them and you're sharing your thoughts and your fears and your excitements and your worries 
positives and negatives because when those guys are together, when you are with your band of brothers, all that negative energy that you have is getting leached out of you, handed over to the guys. They're taking it. They're messing with it, and they're giving it back to you as positive energy. So talk to your band of brothers. Always have those band of brothers. Find a good group of noble men. Places to find noble men. It's not perfect, but it does. It's a good place to start. Churches. You don't have to go to a church and buy everything that the preacher says. No one said you have to believe everything a preacher says. You can go to church for your own selfish reason for, so that you can find men that you agree with and that you can hang around, hang out with. Now say the pressure has gotten, maybe your wife pulled something absolutely stupid and just has, and has gone out after you and is your, you've gotten anger and frustration and resentment and everything like that. And it's just building up and oh my God, you just want to, oh, you know, you're ready to strangle somebody. You know what that's like, right? You know how frustrated life can become. Well, what do you do? Well, there's a couple things that you actually can do that will help you to be able to maintain, especially if you're, it's in an emergency situation. You go to the closet, you grab a baseball bat. If you don't have a baseball bat, go to town, buy a baseball bat. All right. Doesn't matter if it's wooden, probably better if you got, got aluminum, if you're really freaking mad, but you know, a wooden baseball, if you know how to hit with a base, uh, wooden baseball, then do it. Don't that way you don't bust the bat. But anyhow, go out to out into the country someplace, take that baseball bat and find a big solid tree. If it's a fruit tree side note, if it's fruit tree, even better, but find a tree. Now, you go up to that tree, you take that baseball bat, and you just yell to the top of your lungs, and you start waylaying on that on that tree. You start whomping up on it, and you start beating on it with that baseball bat. You start screaming out all your frustrations and hate and anger and everything that you have. If you can knock the bark off of it, by damn knock the bark off of it, but beat that tree up. And you're actually doing a service to the tree, which is what's really interesting about this. You take that baseball bat and you start whomping up on that tree, especially if it is a fruit tree. You beat that tree up with a baseball bat, it's going to actually make more fruit next year. And whichever farmer or bear or whatever comes by and sees all that fruit, they'll be extra happy because you lost your cool and you whooped up on that tree with a baseball bat. The third way is to seek counseling. If none of, if talking to your band of brothers and beating up on a tree doesn't work, maybe there's something that's happening back in the back that is causing your frustration. Maybe there is an old psychological reflex that's going on and it would help if you go and talk to a counselor. You don't have to talk about, you know, you're, you're, you know, you're, you can, you have an idea of when you're talking to a counselor, if they're going to be someone who's on your side or if they just are out to try to make sure you are, are a horrible, terrible dude. And there are sadly because counselors are just humans too. And they've got their own lines of thoughts, own lines of, of, of being that they have to mess with also. And when that's the case, they're going to, they're going to make mistakes and you're not going to have be personally aligned with all, all counselors out there. Now, if you have, if you're doing counseling or if you've done counseling and you said, yeah, it, I, I know I'm okay. 
It's just, I've got a lot of crap going on. I don't know what steps to take. I need some, just, uh, just a little bit of, of a help, some, somebody to bounce ideas off of. Hey, come talk to me, man. I am, uh, that's what coaches do. When you're, when you're up against a, a problem, up against a boundary, up against a barrier of some sort, and you're not sure what direction you need to turn, that's where the coaches come in. You sit down and say, like, yeah, no, I've, I've got, I'm trying to get this business up and going and I don't know where in the heck to turn. Well, coaches help you bring that thought line of thinking around, help you change your line of thinking so that when it's time for you to actually start coming up with ideas, you're going to be able to come up with those ideas. You'll have them lined out. You'll have them set. But to be able to do that, you have to set up a time. You have to reach out and call to talk to me. The, our consultation calls, our mini coaching sessions that I have don't cost you anything. I'm always happy to sit down and try and coach you on whatever issue you need to be coached with. So what's the next step? Well, the next step is go talk to your band of brothers. Next step is create a plan. Step out that plan. Get some goals. Make some goals. Find a purpose. Read books, get some exercise, all of those things, getting all four of your pillars of a relaxed male built up and strong and solid will keep you from becoming overly frustrated. It's not going to keep you from being frustrated. Like I said, life is 50-50, except the, the, the negative with the positive, and you'll be a lot happier a lot more times because you're allowing for the negative to happen. You're not resisting that negative. You're not resisting the, the bad stuff. You're just allowing. And when you can allow the negative to happen, the good just blooms. Because that's just, again, because of the nature of men. We take the negative energy and we convert it into positive energy. So, guys, if you want help, getting coached is a great way to do it. I can help you. All you have to do is just go over to relaxmail.com forward slash coach. Or forward slash coaching and we'll get you there i've already got my uh, if you come across anything weird or funky on my site let me know i just got my site uh changed i just changed hosts because my last uh, uh host that i've been using i think almost 10 years now <laughs> uh has decided never mind they don't want my business anymore and they would they want to go ahead and just crank the uh the price up to uh to an exorbitant amount and i was just like nah we're not playing this game anymore so i decided to go ahead and just let them let them go and i'm going to uh i'm going to use a different uh different host so guys just shoot me an email brian with a y at relaxmail.com if you just want to talk i can talk to you that way i have a lot of different other a lot of other different ways that i can communicate with you all you have to do is when you reach out to me, just say, Hey, I listened to the podcast and I heard you on this episode. And I, that way I know, Hey, I've got a real dude. I, Cause I've had a lot of people go, I'll listen to your podcast. I would like to be on there. What? I, so what do you do? Oh, I'm a men's erectile dysfunction expert. It's like, yeah, okay. I know guys have erectile dysfunction. I know so many young men have erectile dysfunction, but my show is not about erectile dysfunction. We may cover it sometime down the road, but uh, right now, no. <laughs> so, but anyhow, guys, 
real quick before we go, thank you again for listening. If anything on this show resonated with you, it rang a bell. It's rang true to you. Share this out with your friends, your family, your brothers, your and anybody else out there who you know who could be benefit from hearing what I'm saying. May, even if you have a sister, you know, your sister could take all this information too and apply it to her own life. It's just she has to be able to be okay with me speaking dude because it happens. All right. I'm a dude. We, I speak dude. I don't speak chick. So share this out. Share it on, on Facebook. Share it on Twitter. You take a screenshot of the artwork and share it, post it up on the, on the, the Instagram if you want. If you're on Gab or, or, uh, Parlor or Getter or any of the other sites out there, out there, even, uh, oh, what is, is the, uh, the new one? There's a new liberal one out there that I just came across that was, uh, that's a little different. So, but share the site out, share this out with all the different men in your life and let them know, man, you can find peace in turmoil. And it's amazing when it happens because you almost feel like you have a superpower. And if you're willing to, to go through just a little bit of discomfort, you find that, that happiness that you're after. So guys, with that, I want to thank you again for listening. You have a great and wonderful rest of the night, rest of the day, rest of the week or whatever. <laughs> I'm talking here at night. So it's, <laughs> so, but anyhow, man, I love y'all. Take care. See you next week. Till then, bye.